All right. So that said, I am going to throw a little bonus out here that we did not discuss. Oh, and sure. I'm going to say, why don't we do our favorite? We'll just do the one. We'll do our favorite zombie media or movie, TV, whatever it is. Let's talk about that. Guest first, Ray. What do you think, buddy? Favorite movie would have to be whatever it is. You know, whatever comes to mind. Favorite movie is Train to Busan, and favorite video game is The Last of Us. Okay, nice. I wouldn't even have thought of video games. <laughs> Last of Us Two is a great game, worth the money. People hated. Very, the there's very dis- divisive on opinions on that game. I listen. I didn't play it. I watched a 20 hour live stream. That's yeah. a long live stream. I, I watched the entire thing, man. Straight. <laughs> it's a great game. It's a great sequel. But Train to Busan, best zombie film I think of all time because it takes place on a train in one mm-hmm. location. It's a Korean film worth the watch, hundred percent. They're making a sequel called Peninsula. Definitely check it out if you haven't seen it. That's not. Um, is that Bong Joon Ho? No, it is not. No, it's uh, Sang Ho Young. Yeah, okay. But for some reason, I was thinking that was, you know, Parasite's Bond. It's on Netflix. It's worth the watch. They're making a sequel called Peninsula this year. Um, Favorite zombie media game is The Last of Us. Last of Us 2 is a good sequel to that game. The ending is perfect. I don't care what you have to say. Aren't they making, uh, they're making an HBO series about Last of Us 2, aren't they? Are they? I think they are. They're (gasps) doing something with live action media that's not a video game. I guess I have to get, I guess I have to get HBO Go. I think they are. Because I remember thinking, like, when I heard about that, I was like, oh, is Ellen Page playing her? Because she kind of looks like, you know, the Last of Us girl. But, um, yeah, that's interesting. All right, Mike, how about you? On the spot, what is it? I got – so there are three movies that I'm really torn between. Go for it. 28 Days Later, 28 Weeks Later, and if you saw the American Quarantine, the original Spanish version, uh, it's just REC, like Rec, like it's – the camera's recording. So I love all three of those movies. Like 28 weeks later has one of the, it happens at the beginning of the movie. One of the biggest betrayals I've ever seen in a movie with a, it's a, so the guy's name is Don and his wife like saves children who are, and saves this child from, being attacked by these people from the rage who are uh it's a rage virus so they're not dead they're experiencing a virus that makes them super like like inhuman angry and super strength and she gets trapped in this room and don could save her but he leaves her goes away and runs away from the zombies so you're left to believe that she's dead and he's running away right I can see that. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah, that's, that's pretty interesting. But, um, I know for me, I mean, we've already talked about it a lot, but I'm also going to throw out, uh, I, I, I'm torn between two as well. We've talked about the biggest one for me, which is Shaun of the Dead. I love Shaun of the Dead. I love Shaun of the Dead. (laughs) Every time, I mean, it was a Comedy Central staple forever. Hell, it still might be. I don't watch too much Comedy Central anymore, but I'm sure it is. Um, but yeah, I love the movie. Got it on Blu-ray. It's I, I will throw it in just to laugh my ass off forever. I fucking love that movie. But also, I will throw in Reanimator. That is not classically a zombie movie, 
but it does involve reanimating the dead, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it's a great one. It's it's such it's a classic. I have I have a, a small story about it. The way our front room that I'm sitting in right now used to be set up was there's a big bay window to my left that I'm sitting here. Now, if you're on the street and you look in our bay window, you used to be able to look right at our TV. Now, our TV was a big 46-inch Magnavox, whatever. And a few years ago, I decided, hey, while I'm trick-or-treat, while I'm giving out candy for trick-or-treaters, I'm going to have some movies on, like horror movies and whatnot. I made the mistake of having Reanimator on, and it happened to be towards the end of the movie, basically when there's nothing but female nudity going on. (laughs) And there's all these little kids coming out of the door, like getting candy, like like opening a whole candy out, like like trying to block the TV with my body. You are watching porn. (laughs) Right. There's a bay window that's completely open for the parents at the street to be like, okay, there's boobs in a bush right there. My kids are at the door. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah. So I would say Shaun the Dead Reanimator are probably my my top two, you know, when it comes to zombies. And also, like Mike said, the 28 Days Later movies. Those, or your your fast-moving zombies. Those are are good addition to the genre. But, uh, yeah. So, that being said, I think we've covered, uh, I think we covered George Romero. Uh, a plenty good. Uh, any overall final thoughts, right, that you have about uh, George, uh, the late George A. Romero? Uh, rest in peace to a genius. Of course. Because he really is a great director. Absolutely. Uh, he knows horror and he knows suspense. Yeah. He really does. Um, a lot of his blank of the dead series are landmarks in horror yeah. and if we can reattain because i don't think we've had a horror movie that has reached george romero level of cult popularity i'd say the closest in recent years would be some james wan movies with insidious and the conjuring right 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 but george romero is clearly the cult movie director yeah. The cult, the B movie director, and he he knows what he is doing behind the camera. Yeah, I was. I mean, Carpenter's kind of there, but not quite the level of Romero. We we have so much strategic pacing throughout the films, especially in Night of the Living Dead, where they are far away, and then they are an immediate threat. Same thing with Dawn of the Dead. I'm slurring my words. I'm so fucking drunk. <laughs> It's fine. We our Bro. Pixar episode is a legendary drunk episode. <laughs> oh yeah. How long would we go out? We go out for like two and a half hours. Oh dude, we're only yeah. on two hours. You're good. We have <laughs> the, the four hour mark that we do with Disney, so you're fine. <laughs> so if you like horror movies, you should definitely watch all of George Romero's films. Some of them are hurt and miss, especially Monkey Shines. We will not read it. Fantastic movie. This is the only time I would disagree with you. Yes, you are horribly wrong. Mike, shut the hell up. (laughs) Mike, shut the hell up. (laughs) Um, Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Living Dead. The remakes are great sequels, great remakes of the original content. Mm -hmm. And he is a very progressive thinker in regards to representation to actors and actresses in his films uh very progressive in filmmaking regards lighting regarding 
uh, direction regarding cuts and scenes and editing. He edited a lot of his shit. Yeah. That's where I think his biggest genius comes from, is editing. That is, I agree with that. His biggest genius is his editing. So if you are a fan of the behind the scenes of the screen, George Romero is your guy. Yeah, well said. Mm-hmm. I think he's also a legend when it comes to uh, giant black rim glasses. Yeah. When you see pictures of him, he's got some pretty great glasses on all the time. Uh, so my final thoughts, it's just something that we brought up last week that I think we got to see with uh, Dawn of the Dead was when we were watching Japanese horror with Perfect Blue, we brought up the gore in Perfect Blue and how in Japanese animation horror, it's like so much more intense than modern horror movies. And Ross compared it to something like a 70s horror movie where the leash was off. Well, the leash is off with a gore in Night of, er, in Dawn of the Dead. The yep. leash is off, and it makes it so much better. It's great. I agree. Yeah, and then, of course, when you get the legend, Tom Savini, doing your special effects, mm-hmm. you really can't go wrong. You know, it's he's, he's great. It's up there with, uh, like, Sam Winston when it comes to, you know, special effects. Romero and, and Savini have a great partnership. Absolutely. A lot of the blank of the dead movies. Yeah. And Savini is a great makeup artist, great special effects artist. If you are not a horror fan, you should definitely get into horror and get into Tom Savini's specifically. Yeah, and even if you are like a, <laughs> Yeah, and even if you are like a casual horror fan, odds are you've seen his work without even knowing it, you know? Yeah. It's or even if you're like a Tarantino fan, like I think he did from Dust Till Dawn. I think he did, he did. all the shit in that. He you did know? from it's, Dust Till Dawn. Yeah, it's like it's like all this stuff. He the D, he's one of those guys where it's like he's so legendary that people don't really know how much he's actually done. You know, mm-hmm. he's so great. But it's with Romero, for me, it's he doesn't aside from the Blank of the Dead series, like all the Dead series, and those are his signature like those are his movies but when it comes to something like monkey shines which i will defend to the death and say it's a great terrible movie it's it's not really necessarily a signature romero but it it's a movie that there are parts of it like the monkey vision and all that where it's like okay this is romero like this is this is somebody with a vision like a a director that knows what they want to see right here and i think it's uh it's pretty great but um Obviously, the late great George Romero. He had a great career, great run, gave us so much. And obviously, zombie media nowadays would not be anything without George Romero. So we figured we had to start with zombies and the legend. And now, having that said that, Mike, next week, we are getting into some disturbing territory, I will oh, say. Yeah. With uh, we're definitely hitting J horror again, and we're doing Takashi Miike. Oh yeah, yeah, J horror hits on another level. <laughs> it's gonna be a rough episode together because that guy's shit is disturbing. Like it is, it's rough. <laughs> yeah, it is absolutely rough to get, but it's it's good stuff. It is good filmmaking. He's a great horror director. Now, I mean, America went through its whole series of recreating Japanese horror movies and failing to capture the original horror. Well, the, they really only did his once, which is kind of a testament to how crazy he is. Yeah. <laughs> so that said, Ray, is there, if you would like, is there anywhere on the internet that people could find you if you'd like to tell us? If not, you can just say, no, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if you'd like to follow me, you could follow me 
on Instagram at Jersey Record Dude. I post a lot of uh, record updates. Uh, Lots of metal on that page, and I love it. A lot of metal. I got a bunch of metal coming in the next couple of days. Good. But, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, at Jersey Record Dude on Instagram, posting record uh, records, uh, music memes, footage, concert concert footage, all that great stuff. It's a good follow. Yeah, it's it's good. And oh, one last as, thing. As, one last as, thing, and then and then I think we should sign off. Uh, I finished the six pack. Nice. Then, from the hashtag adulting evil genius brewing company and they'll be they'll be proud of you <laughs> i am feeling it i am honestly i don't know if you can tell i'm yeah but i'm Dude, it's fine like i said see our pixar episode if you want yeah. to get into how, how a drunk and happy our films episode goes but i want to thank ross and mike for having me again i had a great time talking about zombies and eating people's brains and that's right and of course all the subtextual stuff within those films and i want to thank you guys for having me it was a great time i'm feeling great dude you're a great guest we love having you on you're, you're always great. a pleasure buddy i would love <laughs> to come back whenever you would like to have me hey sure no problem yeah so mike where can people find us on the internet they really want to so on instagram we are the happy hour film podcast on facebook we are Happy Hour Films Podcast. Uh, we are on Spotify. We are on Apple Podcasts and a ton of other different platforms. You can find us all on Anchor. Anchor Podcast has all of our platforms you can listen to us, or you can listen to us right on Anchor. So we are all over right now. Yeah. With We're a growing very... audience. <laughs> right. We're very responsive to comments and all that, too. So make sure you give us a like and a follow on all our different platforms. So that's our episode on George Romero. Next week, check us out for Takashi Miike if you want to get into some disturbing Japanese horror. Now, as of this week, I would like to thank our guest, Ray, for coming on. Thanks a lot, buddy. Thank you so much for having me. I had a great time. And You're welcome whenever you want, bud. Yeah, whenever, you, whenever you want to have me, I'm I'm at a call's notice. <laughs> I, know, I know you're interested at in maybe doing another episode in horror. Yes, if you want to have me for the... Uh, Maybe potentially, I don't want to spoil, but uh, potential Wes Craven episode. Yeah, if you'd like Ooh. to have me. I know, I know my wife's already got her uh, her hand in there for one to be on it. So, yeah, we, we, can, have, have, we can have a group why. discussion. It's fine. Oh, yeah, we did, we did four for Disney. We could do four for Wes Craven. Yeah, we've done a couple. It's great. But uh, all right. So, until next time, I have been Ross Bacon. I have been Mike McGuigan. And we will see you guys next week. So long. <laughs>